up, Cougar Nation? This is Tyler Batty. Tyler Batty again. Tyler Batty comes in the game and right off the edge, just a three-man rush. Welcome on into the Cougar Tracks podcast. I'm your BYU insider, Mitch Harper, for kslsports.com. It's your favorite Cougar Tracks episode of the week. The edition with BYU football captain, star defensive end, and all-around good guy, Tyler Batty. Tyler, how's the bye week treating you, man? Thanks, Mitch. Yeah, uh, bye week has been good. Um, it's been it's been a good week thus far through this Wednesday evening. But um, yeah, it's 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 been good. We've been able to practice for a couple days, and and now we'll have a couple days off. So thus far, it's been good. We'll get to what's on deck for the weekend for you and and on the bye week, but. I do first want to revisit that Cincinnati game. The Cougars get it done, 35-27. to 27. You guys are now 4-1 and one on the year. It was the first ever Big 12 win for the program. How do you feel about that game? Because I, I got to tell you, Tyler, that was an entertaining football game. I mean, offense, defense, special teams, it had a little bit of everything. What was your thoughts on, on the game? Yeah, it was, it, was a fun, it was a fun game. I would agree. Um, I really enjoyed it, and we came away with a win. So I think that's, uh, you know, to us, that's kind of the most important thing at the end yep. of the day is, you know, uh, bringing that W home. How do you feel like the defense played? Yeah, the defense, I think there was, you know, a little bit of good, a little bit of bad there. Um, there's definitely some things we could have done better. There's also some stuff we did well. Um, and so, you know, that's 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 a little tricky. We gave up some late touchdowns that I think we definitely could have prevented and kept them from scoring. And so that definitely would have uh, helped our defensive performance a bit there. Um, but at the same time, uh, I think there were times that we that we played really well. And so uh, it's, it's been good to have this bye week to be able to work on a, lo- on a few of those things that we need to improve. One thing I, I do want to – I'm curious to get your thoughts on, Tyler, uh, maybe that falls under the improvement category, is stopping the quarterback run. Has that been – a big focus this week and maybe going into TCU. And I bring it up because Emory Jones had a little bit of success last week. He had 94 yards on the ground. Jalen Daniels had a little bit less, but still had moments of success at Kansas. Is that something that's kind of becoming a a bigger focus moving forward? Do you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, That's, that's something we were, uh, you know, we are very aware of, um, and uh, yeah, something that we're definitely working to improve. Yeah, with I think I think that that's a compliment, you know, to this conference. There's a lot of mobile quarterbacks, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of quarterbacks that you know, as we've seen in our first two games, um, can get out and run and move the ball with their legs. And so that's that's just something we have to do better, taking into it, taking into account, and uh, do a better job negating when game time comes. I think you said it best though, Tyler, that you got the win, and you guys are in a good spot you're four and one overall one and one in big 12 play everything is still in front of you how do you feel about the the state of the team right now as you guys are into the bye week good uh, i think i think we really are i mean if you look at it we are four and one right there's there's a lot worse ways to start a season right um i think of course you know uh we you know <laughs> There we could have we could have been five and zero oh, right I yeah. think I think that was that's a reality right but um, I think we're at a good spot at, at four and one and 
Um, I think the team's in a really good spot. I think we know what we need to improve on, and we're doing that. And so I think that's a, I think that's a, a big part is at least the mistakes and the errors, um, things that we could have done better throughout the season, right? We know what they are, and they're all fixable. And so that's, that's, a, that's a really good thing. For selfish reasons, Tyler, I, I wanted you guys to go to 5-0 and because I called it in the preseason that you guys would go 5-0. and So one game off, but uh, like I was believing, though. Like I, I think that I feel like it, it kind of blows me away. And look, I every, every media person or fan or whatever, they can view things how they want. I'm not trying to be media or fan police here, but I, I feel like – you guys are kind of looking at this going, yeah, we expected to be 4-1 and one at least. I mean, you guys wanted to be 5-0, and oh, but I don't feel like you guys are coming off saying, oh, my gosh, this is so shocking we're in this spot. I feel like you guys kind of thought that this was real attainable. Yeah, absolutely. No, that this is this was definitely the plan, right? The plan, yeah, was, you know, to be 5-0. and oh. um, But, yeah, we, uh, you know, we're 4-1, and one, like you said, and, and – and we're happy, right, with that, and and really looking forward to the rest of the season. And no, we're not surprised at all. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. How, uh, how exciting though is it, Tyler, to know you're on a bye week, and it's you guys are four and one with everything in front of you, yet you haven't even come close to playing your best football yet. Yeah, um, that's. I think that's a really Again, double a uh, double-edged sword there, right? I, I wish we would have played our best yeah. football, or you know, I, I wish we were closer to doing that and doing that consistently. Um, but at the same time, looking at the rest of the season and, and what what lies ahead, and knowing that, um, I think I think it's I think it's cool because there's a lot of potential um, yet to to be seen uh, within the team. I do want to go through some of the highlights that you had uh, in the game last Friday. Again, the Cougars get it done 35-27 to over the Bearcats. Fourth quarter, second and 10. You guys are up 35-20 to in that spot since he's in no huddle. You come up with a big sack on Emory Jones. It resulted in a 10-yard loss. Take us through that play and maybe how you saw things uh, developing and what happened there in the trenches. Yeah, Totally. Um, like you said, uh, we were we were getting ran on a little bit by the quarterback, and so um, in some of those situations, we had we decided to um, put some put some games on right to kind of negate him running up the middle, and 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 that's what it was. Even even on a pass, you know, they're giving us a pass set, and so we line up, we see it, we're thinking pass, we turn we turn that little twist game on, and then uh, get after the quarterback and. Um, I don't think he was designed. That one was designed for him to step. I think I think it was true drop back pass. And so, um, the stunt worked, beat, beat the guard. And then the quarterback was right there. So it, it worked out. I asked Kalani earlier this week about you in particular, uh, because uh, in my personal opinion, Tyler, and feel free to correct me if I'm I'm wrong. I feel like you're playing your best football of your BYU career week after week. I mean, you've had individual games that stand above the rest. That like, wow, that was a you know three sack performance against La Tech. This you know whatever game you want to point to, but I think week after week you're consistently setting the edge. You're having a huge role every single down. Kalani said that 
what's made you uh, so successful in this scheme is that you're so versatile. Can you speak to like how, how do you agree with that and your versatility as a, as a defensive end and and how this scheme is bringing out that versatility in you? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I would agree. I think this is the best you know that I that I've played and, and trying to improve on that each week, right? As as we kind of learn from the the game before and as we again we prepare for each game each week, just try to right. That's the goal, just to be better and better each week. Um, I think the scheme has has helped a little bit just because uh, I'll take on a few different roles, um, and it's and it's stuff I've done in the past as well. Uh, I I do like um, how this scheme maybe plays to uh, maybe my my strengths a little bit more. Um, you know, I've, before past seasons, I've been in coverage, I've been hand in the dirt, I've played on the edge and interior. Uh, I'm, I'm doing that as well this season. Mm-hmm. I would say a little bit more balanced wise. Uh, and maybe, you know, of course, a little bit more heavily uh, leaning towards playing hand in the dirt, which I think is, is a strength of mine. Um, I will drop back in coverage. You know, I'm still waiting for that day. <laughs> you know, I, I thought I thought that uh, that pick that Jacob Robinson had, I thought that was going to be mine. Um, I was actually... I was actually back in coverage on that one a little bit, and uh, I thought the quarterback was going to throw it right to me, and instead he threw it right past me to to Jacob <laughs> Robinson. So, um, but I think this scheme does a really good job of highlighting everyone, um, right? That includes you know D line linebackers, safeties, corners. Um, I think it does a really good job of of showing everybody's talents and putting everybody in a position to succeed. It's a good point because even on that game on Friday, I think people have not given enough credit to the interior guys on the defensive line. I think Jackson Cravens has done a great job this year. John Nielsen, I thought, had a really good game against Cincinnati. It, you're it, you're right. I mean, this this scheme seems like it's elevating playmakers to make plays. Yeah, absolutely. I would 100% agree with that. So now you guys look forward, and again, you're 4-1, and one, and this is an exciting part of the year. How much are you enjoying – having a bye week in early October. Typically, we're talking bye week in mid-November, and it's like, what? This is rivalry week. Conference races are being decided, and you guys are just taking this random bye in November as an independent. How much you like in actually having a uh, kind of a mid-season bye week? This is this is huge. You know, this is huge. When, when you talk about it, right, um, a lot of people are like, okay, yeah, week five. Um, in reality, this is like week nine, right? Yeah. You think about fall camp. Fall camp starts week one of August. And so, you know, we're banging for four weeks in pads, knocking the rust off for four weeks prior to the season starting. And then now we're five games in. And so uh, I, I think it's honestly, I think it's the perfect timing because, yeah, now we have a couple, you know, it's really mid-season for us. Um, so it's a great opportunity to, focus in on those things that we really need to, to tune in and tune up and then really get healthy, right? Make sure, you know, any dings, bumps, bruises, injuries, whatever, we're able to heal up, freshen up. And, and it's honestly, I think it's a perfect spot to have a bye week. Seven games left. And then obviously you guys want to get to, I'm sure that Big 12 championship game, you'd love to get there. And then, of course, a bowl game, you know, once you guys can get that. So one game at a time, but you're right. I mean, it's about midway point, perfect spot in the season. And, and that's a nice 
luxury for you guys to get healed up. I, I heard earlier today Ben Bywater told our guys on uh, the KSL Sports Zone DJ and PK. He said that he expects he's planning at least in his mind and uh, to to play in that TCU game. That that would be a huge boost to have Ben back. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, Ben's a Ben's a phenomenal linebacker, um, veteran guy. brings brings a lot to the defense, leadership wise and talent wise. And so, yeah, he would be he would be huge to get back. What do you think of how Harry Harrison Taggart played in his first career start? Ten tackles, but his impact. How how was it felt? Uh, you know, being on on the field with him. I, I love Harrison. I love playing with him. He's a he's a high energy guy. I feel like that's something we share. And um, and again, he's right. He's younger, so there's gonna be there's gonna be some stuff to fix. But uh, but I love I love the way he plays, uh, and I love having him out on the field. He's a great great presence. Clearly, he makes his his presence felt when he's out on the field, which is which is really impressive. I want to ask you a, a question about the BYU offense, Tyler. I don't typically ask you many of those, but I, I do. I feel like you know, in a bye week, it's kind of a nice little reset to kind of gauge uh, different avenues. What's been uh, your impressions of your fellow captain teammate Keaton Slovis and just the impact he's making on this team, both on the field and off the field? I love Keaton. I, I love playing with him. I love having him on the team. I love having him in the locker room. I, I think he's been huge um, for our team and for our program this year. Uh, he's, a, he's a great leader um, besides being a great quarterback, uh, which he is. You know, Maybe yeah. maybe contrary to, to some belief, he is a, he is a great quarterback. Um, but he's, he's, been, he's been huge. Uh, he, he really has been. And um, – you know, I think I think he's the man for the job, right? For for our offense and and you know, again, there have been you know maybe some some bumps in the road thus far this season, but uh, I would 150 percent say that, that he's the man for the job, and that everyone's behind him on that as well. He's a great leader. Can you give us an example of a moment this, whether it's the off season or during this season so far, where his leadership was was on display, or maybe just his leadership style with this team. Yeah. Uh, and honestly in the off season, right. Developing chemistry is, is really important, right. Developing chemistry with your teammates. Uh, and as soon as Keaton showed up, he, he set to do that, right. He wanted that chemistry um, with the guys from, from day one. And I think really worked hard um, to gain everyone's trust and not in a facetious way, I mean, he earnestly, you know, wanted to get to know the guys on the team and wanted to to do whatever he could to help this team, this team win. And so I think that's, you know, off, you know, first thing off the top of my head, you know, uh, him him being a great leader. But he's also shown it um, in a lot of ways. I I love again through the ups and downs that we've had thus far. Keaton doesn't get rattled, mm. uh, and he's he's solid as a rock. And I think that's a that's a really important. Uh, role for a leader to play, especially at the quarterback position, um, right? Yeah. If 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 the captain doesn't get scared, the soldiers aren't going <laughs> to get scared, right? The guys you know that trust him, they're 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 not going to worry either. And so I think I think he's done a great job of that in every game that we've been in, whether it's been a dogfight or whether it's been a little bit more dominant, um, right? Even even in the moments, you know, maybe some guys were starting to starting to doubt or just you know a little nervous, right? He's just he's rock solid, just like nope, we're gonna go get it, we're gonna go do this, boom, boom, boom. Um, 
just stick to the plan and 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 so he yeah i can't i can't say enough good things about keaton he's been awesome to have yeah i i think that he has done uh it seems like he's done a really good job i mean and and i think all the uh commentary at previous stops uh in his college career i think he's debunking a lot of that because it seems like he's been a byu guy for years i have to kind of remind myself this is He's only been here for nine months, but it feels like he's really embraced everything that BYU is all about. And he has, and he has, and I, I think BYU, you know, I think um, has been a great for hit, uh, a great fit for him. And so, yeah, I, I would agree with you. It seems like, yeah, he's been a BYU a BYU guy for years. So, what goes on in the bye week, Tyler? Are the practices? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, what would you say? Physical? Like, what are they? How are they structured? Are they, are they a different format than uh, on a game week? Just kind of take us through life as a player on a bye week. Yeah, totally. You know, I think uh, I think you know maybe program to program, you'll see a little bit of variance. But at the end of the day, no one wants to lose this week, right? You mm-hmm. don't. You don't. You're not just on vacation. We're in the middle of a season. We need to stay locked in. We have. Yeah, second half of a season to play, uh, and we need to be locked in and, and ready to go for those games. And so um, this week, again, from from day one was just we're going to wrap the Cincinnati game up and move on just like we would with a normal game week, right? There's things to improve on. There's things we need to work on. And so that's what we've done uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Almost treated it like a, like a normal game week, if you will. Um, it's just, hey, you know, this is what we need to work on. Um we're going to, we're going to practice that. We're going to prep, like, you know, like we're going to go play a game, if you will, this weekend. Um, maybe, you know, not quite as intense or as, as focused on a singular opponent, right? Maybe honing some of our own stuff, uh, and our own, our own techniques, right? Kind of going back to the fundamentals and getting some good reps at the fundamentals of football, uh, which is really important. And of course, keeping TCU in mind, right? That's, that's the, that's our next opponent. And so, um, taking advantage of the time we have, the extra time we have to be extra prepared for them. Are you guys off Friday and Saturday? We are. Yep. And so that's we're 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 off for the weekend. Um, and so you know some guys may may get, may go home real quick, yeah. uh, visit family real quick, and and just take advantage of yeah the little bit of time. You know the one weekend in all of fall that we're not uh, playing or traveling to a football game. What are you going to do? Um, I'm going to hang out. <laughs> I'm going to be real low-key. Uh, I think uh, we may try to – me and the wifey, I think we will go camping um, cool. at some point this this weekend. Her little brother, uh, my wife Elena, her little brother Isaac Pistana, he comes home from his mission um, from South Korea Friday night. Nice. So it's it timed out perfectly because it's going to be a big weekend with the family as well. That's awesome. Uh, so is there going to be a big – gathering uh you know in the in the waiting area at, off uh at salt lake international there will be there will be <laughs> so if you're at the airport friday night you'll probably catch us there because yeah we'll be waiting for him to to get off that plane and welcome him home that always is so much fun to see because and it's also fun whenever i go to the airport to to travel and leave maybe a thursday or Sometimes a Friday. I don't think missionaries return as often on Fridays, but just seeing the people that are flying into Salt Lake and being so confused by the the warm welcomes that are awaiting for the elders, uh, it, it's just it's always cool to see because they just get so confused. They're like, what is going on here in Salt Lake? 
<laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. It's not. It's not very often you fly into an airport and <laughs> hop off the plane, and there's you know maybe hundreds of people waiting just outside like the security doors, uh, just waiting for someone to get off a plane. You know, it's it is. I would say it is a funny occurrence. Do you remember the moment you got back from your mission in Spain to and, and came through those security doors in Salt Lake? I do. I do. Um, and it was, a, it was a special moment. Uh, my parents actually took the plunge and they actually came to Spain um, to pick me up, which was awesome. Um, and so I remember the moment I saw them in Madrid. Wow. And I was like, what are you guys like? two worlds colliding, you know, that really shouldn't collide. Yeah. I was just like, what are you guys? And I knew they were coming even. It was just like, what are you guys doing here? You know, like it just doesn't, it doesn't fit. Right. Um, but coming home and, and, you know, having all my, all my siblings there uh, waiting at the airport and um, just seeing them after, after two years, man, uh, such a cool feeling, such a cool feeling being, being re- reunited with family. That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. You know, I wasn't expecting to go in this direction, Tyler, but since we're on the topic of it, what was maybe the most rewarding aspect of serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and maybe the biggest trial you had to overcome during your two years in Spain? Yeah, absolutely. Good clar- Good clarification there, by the way. I, I referenced mission once. And uh, someone thought I was in the military, yeah. and so had to had to clarify there. Um, I think that uh, the I think the most rewarding thing is um, is just pushing through the hard, like the really hard days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mission's not easy, right? You're you're not close to family or friends. Um, you may not speak the language or, or whatever's going on, but, um, I think, yeah, the most rewarding thing is, is just knowing that you're spreading, you're spreading goodness, you know, whether, whether the people you're trying to talk to are religious or they want to, they want to listen to your message. Um, you know, at the end of the day, like the message that you're sharing is good. You know, and I, I think I firmly believe, you know, um, that again, if you're religious or not, it's 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 a message that is good at the end of the day, and and encourages and inspires others to be good and do good. Um, talking about Jesus Christ and 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 His life, and and trying to be more like Him, right? That's the that's that's the entire pitch. For those wondering what those Mormon <laughs> missionaries are are talking about, they're talking about Jesus Christ and 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 how to be more like Him. Um, at the end of the day. And so I think, uh, just knowing that and that, you know, no matter necessarily the outcome, um, that you're doing something good. And even though it's really hard, um, that you are making an impact, um, in some slight way. Well, I think we'll end that there, Tyler. That was great stuff. I, I appreciate you sharing that uh, because I, I don't feel like we've dove much into uh, your mission when I think about it. So far too often I'm getting so caught up in, in ball, but <laughs> there is a greater purpose in life than uh, what happens on the football field. But I know that you and this BYU football program and team and coaches, everyone involved, uh, cares a lot about what happens on the field as well. But I appreciate you sharing that about your experience serving a mission 
for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So, Tyler, we'll cut this one a little short this week, let you loose and enjoy the bye week, get that uh, camping in, and, and uh, have, have a great time at the airport welcoming back your, your brother-in-law, and, and uh, we will catch up next week to preview that matchup against TCU. Sounds good. Thanks, Mitch. And there you go. That's BYU defensive end Tyler Batty every single week here on the Cougar Tracks podcast. Tyler, appreciate the time as always. We'll be back next week previewing the matchup against the TCU Horned Frogs. Should be a good one right here on the Cougar Tracks podcast, and it's powered by kslsports.com.